This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Am I the asshole for doing weird or awkward poses whenever my mother-in-law accidentally walks in on me in the bathroom? So my mother-in-law, I'm a gal by the way, lol, came to stay with us for a few weeks till her home is renovated for Christmas. The problem is that she has been randomly walking in on me while I'm in the bathroom. Thankfully, not once has she seen me naked because I started picking up on her behavior after the second time in a week. She'd barge in, then turns and says, oh, sorry, then closed the door. I tried talking to my husband about it, but he kept ignoring me, then flat out said, so what if she accidentally seen you naked. She's family. He seriously said that. We have a lock and I could have used it, but I have past trauma from the idea of being locked in a bathroom after my brother locked me in the bathroom when I was five. So I came up with this idea. I'd go inside the bathroom pretending to use it and wait for her to come. Because honestly, it's deliberate at this point. When she accidentally barges in on me, she'd see me in a weird, awkward position. For example, doing a ballet stand, standing on the toilet, or standing facing the wall with my hands up, fully clothed, of course. I could see how awkward and weird this would be for her because she'd stand there for a few seconds trying to figure out what I was doing. It was hilarious at first seeing her initial confusion, but she told my husband about it, claiming she's... caught her practicing rituals in the bathroom. I cleared things up and revealed the reason why. My husband was livid. He called me childish and said that I made his mom feel terrible and weirded out by my behavior. He said I should have acted maturely and locked the damn door instead of playing mind games. We need pictures. We need photo evidence or at least some representative photos of this shit because in my mind this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. (laughs) Please film it. Please do it again and film it. Both your pose and her reaction. You're going to need two cameras for this. Edit, LOL. Um, what? I just came back on here and saw literally thousands of people. OMG, now I feel embarrassed. Glad I went anonymous, LOL. But seriously, I'm looking at my screen and I am like, I'm famous? Seriously though, my husband and his mom are extremely upset with me. He still thinks it was ridiculous and is demanding an apology before she goes back to her home. I'm not sure if I will apologize because yes, while it was a me problem that I couldn't use the lock, it still feels wrong. What she did and maybe I'm wrong too but at least I got so did you apparently lol a bit of a chuckle out of it also I'm sure Thanksgiving dinner will be hella awkward tomorrow especially after what happened lol this is absolutely one of the funniest things that I've heard this week for sure and playing it in my mind with her deliberately as you say and I guess that's what it comes down to is is it you know was it really deliberate or was it not in general if the bathroom door is closed you knock before you turn the handle right that's common practice sometimes there's a reason for keeping that bathroom 
door closed at all times, like if you have a toddler or an animal or something that you don't want in there. Or maybe people just keep their bathroom doors closed in general. I don't know. What do you guys do? Is your bathroom door closed at all times or is it open unless occupied? I guess that common practice is what we need to determine here. But in OP's house, yeah, that's that's a question that we really need answered. No, we don't because mother-in-law was a guest there. It wouldn't matter what their normal practice was because she's a guest. Now, if she's used to her bathroom doors being closed and she just walks in, that's a behavioral thing, right? But OP thinks that this has been a deliberate thing. Like every time she goes in the bathroom, mother-in-law just barges in. And why would that be deliberate? Why would mother-in-law be deliberately busting in on her in the bathroom? Is she trying to catch her naked just to catch a peek? Because that's kind of weird. Trying to catch her pooping? Because that's weird too. There's no justification that I could see on my end for why mother-in-law would be busting in on OP in the bathroom. And you knock before you turn the handle. At least that's my view on it. You guys tell me what you think, but this is some of the funniest shit I've heard in a while. Imagine her standing on the toilet doing ballet poses or hands up against the wall. Imagine opening the door and seeing someone doing weird poses. The fact that mother-in-law walked this back and said she caught her doing rituals in the bathroom is like... At worst, what? Like somebody's doing yoga in the bathroom. They're doing weird poses. The leap to this is some kind of ritual is huge. Mother-in-law sounds uh, sounds a little bit dramatic. I hope we hear some kind of update about what happened at Thanksgiving dinner because I bet this was really fun. A couple of the top comments here. Let's let's read those real quick. Oh, this one from ER B. Not the asshole. You went the funny way and that's dope. Your husband, however, is an asshole. He expects you to be mature about it, but he doesn't expect his mother to knock on the effing door before walking in. Good point. Point. Christy Zucchini8992 says this, I hate victim shamers learn how to knock. Now we're referring back to the trauma that OP mentioned about not wanting to lock the bathroom door. I get that. People have reasons for weird things that they do, but it makes sense to them and it's her house. That's the point here. It's her house, her rules. Mother-in-law is staying there. Yes, being accommodating to guests is a thing, but if the way you do things in your house is to not lock the bathroom door, then mother-in-law's got to get on board with it. And I'm guessing if this is a repeated behavior, you know, she's known enough times to where she should be able to adjust her behavior as well. So if there's some intentional reason that she's busting into the bathroom, that's a bit weird. I think you handled it well by being funny, not the asshole. Not registering on my ask on scale at all. Funny as F. Am I the asshole for pretending not to know my fiance after she had a meltdown during boarding the plane and was eventually thrown off? This posted by Sandlad Haha Gotcha. I imagine I'm gonna get raked over the coals for this one. So, my fiance maybe not for much longer, and I were on our way back from a vacation recently. It was a great time and everything went off without an issue. That is until we started boarding the plane. Now I know better. I only bring a small backpack with essentials in case I don't get my checked bags. I can survive out of this backpack and it will always pass baggage check for size and weight. Done a lot of traveling, so why fight the system? My fiance didn't want to listen to my advice and chose to bring basically a regular full-size bag that barely fits the standards of carry-on, but generally speaking, the airline worker doesn't want to deal with all the trouble and allows it through. But this time, the airline worker was not having it. It was a packed flight. We were boarding last in economy, and it was just a shit show. I got through just fine first with my little backpack, but I could hear the argument from the boarding tunnel thingy, and it was getting heated. I was about to go back and try to smooth it out, but my fiance rushed past and just boarded the plane. I assume not having heard it super clearly that the attendant had given in and let her on. That was not the case. So we found our seats and settled in. I was pretty tired and could tell she was a 
upset, so I just kind of tucked into the window and put my hat down and tried to take a nap. But soon after, the airline worker and a cop shows up and they are not fucking around and want her off the plane. She tries to plead and cry, etc., but they are not having it. And maybe in a moment of panic or just plain self-preservation, the cop asks if we're together, and I blurt out, No! Shaking my head emphatically. I got kill dagger eyes from her as she shot up and grabbed her bag and followed the cop out. She was also swearing and screaming the whole way out. Now, obviously, this is well after the event I'm posting this, but when she did eventually get home, she caught the next flight out with the bag checked, lol. I was there to pick her up. She obviously thought I was the asshole, and to be honest, almost everyone I know thinks I'm an asshole except my boss and co-workers, who for context were very much relying on me to get back on time, which I gave my word I would, for a really important project that was time-sensitive. They were all very happy I didn't get thrown off too. So, am I the asshole for this self-preservation? Let's read a couple of the top comments here, shall we? I have my own thoughts. I want to see what the, the general populace thought here and go from there. From B.F. Herrera, NTA, get out while you still can. This is how she'll be forever. She'll never learn from this experience. And in response to that, Catalina Baylor fan, disagree. Nothing like the humiliation of a cop escorting you off a plane to learn that the rules really are a thing. Loss of time, money, and public humiliation are very powerful teachers. And now OP can reference this whenever she forgets her social decorum. Acting up at a restaurant? Jeez, I hope they don't escort you out of here like they did off that plane. And another from RNBQ4103, there is a video of a difficult lady being removed for throwing a tantrum at a t-shirt. Her husband followed. He missed his father's funeral due to it. That sort of thing will keep happening to OP if he stays. Okay. Okay, okay. So, my gut reaction was to put myself in OP shoes, and in that case, it would be my wife, you know, not a fiancé. And maybe it changes when you get married. If they were married, would this be any different? Because my gut was, when you're married, you're a united front, right? You've, for better or worse, said that you're in this thing together, and you face everything together. So, I would have absolutely stayed with my wife. Now, if there was, the OP had an agreement with work to be back at a specific time, so maybe, if anything, there would be a conversation, right, as this shit was going down and it would be like, hey, honey, I don't have a choice but to get to work or the whole world is going to fall apart. So I have to go. I don't have a choice. If you're cool with staying and figuring this out, I will meet you there. Obviously, that's not ideal, but it wouldn't be ideal to lose my job either. So let's fight one fight at a time and made a plan together. But that's not what happened here. They acted as individuals instead of a unit. And maybe this speaks to larger red flags about the relationship down the road and how OP's fiance could behave. Or maybe not. Maybe this was an isolated incident, but I think the big lesson here is that communication could have prevented this from being even worse. In general here, I... Since she was OP's fiance, I'm going to say that OP was an asshole. Not a, not a complete total asshole because there were other factors involved, but for not communicating why he was making the decisions that he was making, I think there's a little bit of assholery going on there. Refer to our ASCON scale. Definitely not an ASCON 1 for this. Uh, let's see here. ASCON 2 is definitely shouldn't have done that, but it doesn't make you a terrible person. Ascon 3 is you probably should have approached that differently. And I'm going to go with Ascon 3 here. So not even a 50% asshole here, but I feel like definitely should have approached that differently. Obviously in the heat of the moment, that's tough. And it's easy for me in hindsight to say here, oh, you could have done that differently and should have done that differently. But in the heat of the moment, while this shit was going down, he panicked. 
and did so because he had to get back for work, but didn't explain that to his fiance. So I hope he has explained it now, and hopefully that smooths things over, but not doing it ahead of time made her feel abandoned, and I can't imagine doing that to my wife. That would be a shit thing to do. Now, what OP's fiance did was also a shit thing to do, so uh, she's actually an ass con too here, at least. Definitely shouldn't have done that, but it doesn't make her a terrible person. She was just trying to get on the plane, but there are rules, and you can't just burst through them and get your way. That's not how it works. And when you try to, this happens. You get escorted off of a freaking airplane. So she's more of an asshole than the OP is. Faux show. She might be an ass con one. It depends on if this is an isolated incident or if this is some kind of behavior that's in character for her. And if that's the case, throw that red flag confetti and run, boy. If this is an isolated thing and it's completely out of character for her, you can probably salvage this and not have uh, a future that is just public drama over and over and over again. Hopefully. Either way, you have an uphill battle on your hands here. So, good luck. If you guys do end up getting married, at that point, you will be expected to stay with her as a united front and as a unit. So prepare yourself for that. Maybe communicate a bit more and have a game plan. Uh, Maybe anytime you travel with her now, there's a contingency plan where it's like, okay, babe, so if you end up getting, you know, escorted off the plane and arrested this time, uh, I can stay with you because I don't have to be back at work at a certain time. But uh, maybe this other time I do have to leave you behind. So maybe we just had this back plan. Having to plan for your fiance getting escorted off of a plane is a shitty thing to do, but you know what? There's precedent now. Am I the asshole for calling my mom pathetic, stupid, and a terrible person? This posted by Throw4Away for Y135. My older sister's husband passed away years ago. They have two sons, 12 and 11. Edit should probably specify that her husband passed away when the boys were six and seven. My sister is single by choice and has stated that she has zero plans on dating or marrying anyone. She says she only loves and trusts one man and that her love life isn't worth the risk of her kids getting hurt. Well, our mom has been consistently trying to get her married to Mike. He's a lot older, though, while his daughter is a lot younger. Also, he and my sister do not get along, especially since my sister is more relaxed in terms of parenting while he's more strict. He's also made comments on how if they were to get married, he would never see her sons as his own. He has called them competition before, but he fully expects her to raise his child. It's ridiculous. Another fun coincidence is that my oldest nephew and Mike share the same birthday. Now that her boys are older, she lets them hang out with their friends, and then when they come home, she organizes a little celebration. She loves birthdays, so she goes all out. My sister and I were decorating the house for the birthday when we got a text from mom saying, come quick, it's urgent. We panicked and started calling, but she wasn't answering, so we quickly drove over and were greeted by tons of cars parked outside the house and lots of noise and music. Turns out our mom threw a party for Mike and tricked my sister into coming. Our mom didn't even say hi and just went, I have some potty clothes in my room. My sister was in so much disbelief and started to cry, but our mom was still trying to usher her into the house. She just ran back to the car. My mom looked at me and went, Can you go talk to her? Mike's going to be so happy to see her. I don't think y'all understand how shocked I was. My mom just would not accept that my sister does not want Mike in any way. I ended up calling my mom pathetic, stupid, and a terrible person. My mom started to cry and started to ask me what my problem was. She said that she's my mother and I need to have some fucking respect. Besides, this isn't even about you. I just rolled my eyes and walked off, but my dad heard and started yelling at me saying I'd better apologize or else. 
else. My parents don't even get along, and our other sibling said that our mom's getting a lot of support, so now I'm wondering if I was the asshole for what I said. Am I the asshole? Top comment here from Eastern Amphibian 385, NTA. Ooh, WTF is wrong with your mom. This guy sounds horrible for your sister. Response to that by Tosser9212, this guy sounds horrible for anyone. And OP responding here says he is. He also got into a really bad argument with her eldest son a couple of months ago and called him terrible things. Just a weird and strange man overall. And from Crystals2000, OP, I think you need to tell your mom that if she loves Mike so much, she should marry him. But no one else is going to. Your poor sister. Right. Why can't mom take the hint here? Number one, she stated that she doesn't want to be set up with anyone. She's not interested in a relationship. And holy shit, mom, there's someone out there who doesn't need someone else to be happy. Isn't that just a crazy thought? Also, when people learn to be happy with themselves and just accept the fact that they're going to be by themselves with their kids forever and they're perfectly happy with that, that mindset can lead to a relationship because it can connect you with someone who is also happy and with their kids and not needing someone for the rest of their lives. So being happy, being independent is not a bad thing, mom. Back the f*** off. You don't have to try to set your daughter up with someone, period. Why you would try to set your daughter up with someone who is clearly just a douche noodle is beyond me. Why? 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 Mom's like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. And to trick her into coming over, back up. To throw a party for this dick, then to trick her own daughter into coming to the party for this dick, when she already has her own party stuff going on for her son, is just like the biggest pile of bullshit I've ever seen in my entire life. Mom is way out of line. Mom's priority. Priorities are f- That was a long censor bleep, huh? Mom sees something in Mike that no one else sees. And some of those comments about her marrying him, I completely agree with. If she likes him that much, go for it. That would suck for OP and OP's sister here because then they'd have to deal with him even more. But Mike needs to pound sand. He needs to get the hell out of there. He seems like a terrible person. And mom trying to push a terrible person on her daughter and tricking her into shit and not respecting her wishes makes mom an ass con one. Your mom is an ass con one. I don't know how close you guys are with her otherwise, but she's inflicting a lot of damage on you right now. And I'd say distance reduces damage. No contact is an option here. She's inflicting some pain though and that needs to stop one way or another. Either by her wising up or by you guys just backing off from her. Which sucks but I'm making an assumption here that OP's sister has thoroughly explained everything to mom that she does not like this guy. She does not want to be around him at all. She is not going to end up with him in any kind of relationship and that she needs to stop trying to push him on her. I'm assuming that has all been thoroughly explained and it sounds like it has and if that is the case then yeah mom's a shit mom. Quit trying to ruin your daughter's life. None of this is okay. OP, you're not an asshole for speaking up on your sister's behalf at all. Bravo to you for standing up for her. Someone has to slap mom in the face with some words here and get her to realize how drastically wrong she is. You are not an asshole at all. Mom, ask on one. Dad is probably just acting in solidarity of mom here and defending her once you berated her, but it was warranted, and he probably knows that. It'd be cool if he stood up and advocated for his daughter here, but what are you going to do, you know? Either she wises up or she doesn't get to be in your guys' life. There was a quote I saw recently that said, when you get the right people at the table, the meals get a lot more calm. And this may be one of those situations where your mom might need to be escorted from the table of your lives, and then your lives will get much more calm. If she can't figure out how to stop doing damage, that's what's going to happen.
Here's another relationship advice post. Posted by Diligent Iron 1384 my female 27 husband, male 30, thinks he shouldn't watch baby three months overnight because other men don't. On mobile, sorry. Context, I female 27 watch my son three months from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. while my husband, male 30, sleeps. He watches him from 4 to 8 a.m. while I sleep. I then watch him from 8 to 5 p.m. while he works. Husband then watches him from 5 to 8 p.m. and the cycle repeats. We have a good baby. He usually wakes once or twice at night to eat. Last night at 8 p.m., he just exploded at me, very unlike him, that he shouldn't wake up with the baby at all. He said, no husband we know does this. He kept repeating, name one man who does. I told him comparing us to other relationships isn't constructive and pointed out how other dads we know do extra in other ways. Work overtime, have babies with colic that need extra care, etc. He said he's tired of going above and beyond. Honestly, I was shocked. I've never heard him say anything like this. I asked if something happened at work or if he needed a break to tell me. I said I try to thank him often, give him affection, and tell him how great he is with our boy. But he just said, I tell other dads I'm awake at 4 before work and they can't believe it. He did get up at 4 a.m. last night and he left for work and we haven't spoken. Is our system wrong? Is this just a bruised male ego? Looking for suggestions, this is our first baby and I'm wondering how other parents navigate the night shift and how to navigate this sudden outburst. Many thanks. Edit, since there seems to be some confusion, I am not awake with him all night. I am responsible for him on my shift. I sleep when he sleeps, so does my husband. I am on maternity leave for a year, standard in Canada. Final update. First, I really appreciate the men and women who understand that maternity leave is not a vacation, and I do not just sit in my jammies, as someone mentioned. My husband came home and spoke with me on his lunch break. He apologized and said he had a rough week at work and will work on communicating when he needs a break. He said he understands how difficult watching our son can be, and he feels guilty for asking for for breaks or free time. I told him I don't mind giving him extra time here and there where he needs it, but I'm not a mind reader. I also mentioned I thought he'd be proud that he is doing more than other dads he knows, not envious. He said that he wants to keep the schedule the same, and he enjoys having the early morning hours, just the two of them, to bond. He understands he let his feelings boil over, and will work on communicating his needs. Thank you to everyone, except the man who hates maternity leave. You know who you are. Okay, so, so happy to see that this resolved itself, and the big thing that I want to communicate here is that newborns are tough. That is a rigorous time for a couple that will test you. It will push you to the limits and you are bound to bicker. It is just going to happen because you're both on your last thread pretty much all the time. Your sleep schedules are disrupted. Even if even if it's not your first kid, you forget that infants are a huge amount of work. They are work. It is constant work. And you're just catching little bits of sleep whenever you can. But otherwise, it is like 24-7 work for both of you. Even when he's at work, a part of him is left behind thinking about this child. And that's tough. It is a really tough time to go through. The fact that he came back and communicated this. I'm like, I'm, I'm so proud of this dude. It is a hard thing for a guy to do, especially if he's getting shit from coworkers that are dudes that are like, oh no, I didn't do that, man. I keep my wife pregnant barefoot in the kitchen. She takes care of everything because that's just how it goes. I don't think that's how it goes, man. Not in successful relationships anyway. Also, as a dad, there's an amazing opportunity to bond early in this process with your child that a lot of guys who are too dudely to get involved miss out on. So screw them. They're missing out. This guy got it. The wife got it. They communicated through it and holy shit. Wow. Communication solved something. We need some, not red flag confetti. We need some like party confetti. We need celebration confetti. Let's, let's do that. Celebration confetti for a problem solved. Now 
ongoing, this is going to happen again. Maybe not this same thing, but you guys are going to be fried. You guys are going to be running on empty all the time and you're going to have to communicate through it and you're going to forget this conversation and someone's going to have an outburst and it's just going to happen. So just be ready to communicate through that as well. But I'm proud of both of you guys for communicating through it. And you're right. You're not a mind reader. Candy Thunder says you can't pour from an empty cup. That goes for both of you. You have to communicate to each other when you need some you time or some hobby time or whatever it is to refill your cup. Speak up about it because if you're about to explode, you got to do something other than exploding. I'm interested to see what a couple of comments are here. This from Cookie Pouch. I hear a lot of him comparing himself with other men, which unfortunately may be a sample size issue and a problem with the men he knows. True. I would redirect and ask why it's above and beyond for him to do this, but not above and beyond for you. Why isn't he comparing his efforts to yours? You are partners equally responsible for your child. When he works, you're working too by providing all the child care, and then you split the non-work hours. This seems like a pretty fair system, so his comparison to other men is pretty weak. Plus, he probably doesn't 100% even know what these other men are and aren't doing. He needs to refocus and reevaluate. I'm guessing he's tired because being a parent is hard, but that doesn't mean that your arrangement isn't fair. Agreed. I think your system works just fine. Evolve it as needed, right? I mean, it's not written in stone. If something needs to change, then change it as you go. I can't remember what our system was for Navy Thunder. I really can't. Probably because she's 18 months old now, and I'm still fried. It takes a while, and it's going to be a lot more work, and the problems are just going to change. So as long as you communicate through them, you guys are going to be totally fine. Just be aware that both of you are going to have to refill your cup at some point. Otherwise, more outbursts will happen because you're both working 24-7 right now. So be prepared. Congratulations. Good job. It's a rare thing to get to say here. Good job. You solved the problem on your own. Oh my God. Like a proud papa. I don't even know these people. I didn't even have anything to do with it. I'm just proud. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Am I the asshole for leaving when my mom told me to move my car so her neighbor's daughter can park in her driveway? Some backstory. My mom has always wanted a daughter. Instead, she ended up with two sons and six grandsons. This posted by AITA Neighbor's Car. 16 years ago, a young woman with her two-year-old daughter, let's call the daughter Lily, moved across the street from her. She was a single mom and didn't have any family in the area, so my mom offered to help take care of the little girl while her mom worked slash studied. Over the years, she's become an adoptive mom slash grandmother to this woman and her daughter. She was there when the woman married her husband and had two more girls together. She's very close to the whole family, but especially Lily. My mom was born and raised in Italy. My dad was French. My brother and I don't speak any French or Italian. Lily is not only fluent in French and Italian, but she knows more about the culture than me or my brother because she knows all of my mom's recipes. Okay, let's spool up some red flags, shall we? My mom also helped pay for her private school tuition because she doesn't like the private schools in the area. Lily, my son, and my nephew graduated from high school in May. My son and my nephew each got a card and a check for $300. 
$1,000. My mom took Lily to Europe for eight weeks over the summer. I got to my mom's house with my sons last night. We planned on staying a few days because we live eight hours away. I was parked in the driveway. Then right before dinner, my mom told me I needed to move my car so Lily could park in her driveway. I said Lily could park on the street, but my mom said no. The driveway is Lily's spot and I have to move, so I told my sons to get our bags and we went home. My mom has been calling me since last night, asking me to come back and saying I overreacted to being asked to move my car. I refused, and my sons and I are celebrating without her, but I'm starting to wonder if I was the asshole for leaving when my mom told me to move my car. This is a messed up situation. This would be a hard way to grow up, knowing that your mom would rather have a daughter. I know there are a lot of families where, you know, the parents really wanted one gender of child and don't end up getting that, but you love your kids no matter what right no matter what gender they are you love your kids finding a kid that's the gender you really wanted across the street and bonding with her is pretty messed up especially when you're showing this extreme level of favoritism to this kid over your own kids they could be friends and being like an adoptive grandmother is that's a cool thing but whenever your own family starts suffering for it that's kind of shitty and i think if she was going to do if op's mom was going to do something drastic like you know take this girl to to europe when she only gave the op son and nephew 300 bucks for graduating all for the same thing but 300 dollars 300 dollars trip to europe for 8 weeks that's like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I understand that there is a stronger bond there, but the strength of that bond was initiated by OP's mom. It sounds like purely because of the gender of that child, OP's son would have never had a chance to have that kind of bond. And I know that kind of thing happens. Like sometimes people just bond with certain people better. But OP's mom has to be able to put herself in the shoes of her family here and see how that feels to them. That has to feel super, super shitty. So the fact that OP's mom is looking at this situation as her overreacting to being asked to move her car means that she's missing the bigger picture, right? It's not about moving the car. It's about everything else that's happened through their entire lives. It's about extreme favoritism. It's about not being able to see the forest for the trees. It's about not being able to see how she's harming her own family by doing what she thinks is doing a good thing and showing favoritism to this adopt granddaughter basically and taking her to freaking Europe but there needs to be a lot of communication here to number one diffuse this isolated incident about moving the car I don't know if OP has explained all of this to her mom it doesn't sound like it it doesn't sound like OP has explained all of this and how she feels and what she's seeing to her mom yet and that is absolutely necessary not that it's going to change anything but right now if she hasn't said anything to her mom about this ever then her mom is looking at it as oh she just got pissed because I asked her to move her car and that's not the case but she needs to know that's not the case so communicate it show her how harmful that is and if she still feels that way then yeah op's mom is definitely an asshole what level of asshole here let's look at our ascon scale as a reminder ascon one is no way you should have done that you're a terrible human being ascon two is definitely shouldn't have done that but it doesn't make you a terrible person ascon three you probably should have approached that differently ascon four you probably could have approached that differently maybe you're an asshole maybe you're not so actually OP, I'm not going to put OP on the ASCON scale here yet because there needs to be further communication. Uh, OP's mom, I'm also not going to put on the ASCON scale yet because there needs to be further communication. What she's doing is a shitty thing and right now she's probably hovering around ASCON too, so I guess I am putting her on there. But pending communication, how she reacts after she realizes how harmful this is will really determine the, the true level of assholery that she's at. So we'll see. But there definitely needs to be a very 
calm conversation here, and then we'll see what happens. Let's do a relationship advice reading. This one posted by Basic Pitches. My boyfriend thinks I might be gay because of my hobby. Depends on what the hobby is, really. So for some background, I, 25 female, have always been a sports fan. Football, baseball, but basketball has always been my favorite. When I was 19, I started dating a guy who was also big into basketball. He worked for the local NBA franchise as a water boy, basically. He would often be able to get me a single ticket, very good seats, to home games. I almost always went alone. If I recall correctly, over the two and a half years we dated and the 20 plus games I got to attend, I only was ever able to take someone else twice. I don't mind going alone. If anything, it made me fall in love with the game even more. Well, things ended with that boyfriend, and I met current boyfriend, male 31, three years later. When we first got together, it was the end of September, start of October, which is the start of the NBA season. My boyfriend's friends play fantasy basketball, but needed another player to fill out the league. I said if they couldn't find anyone else to play, I would like to try it. They laughed. I don't think they thought it was serious, but they didn't find another player, so they allowed me to join their league. I threw myself at it. Before, I just used to watch the games, but then I started listening to podcasts, following Reddit threads, Twitter accounts, reading articles, etc. I ended getting second place that first year, although it was close. They were pleasantly surprised with my success, but attributed it to being beginner's luck. Then they invited me to play football. I won. Again, they were surprised. I wanted to try fantasy baseball, and they have a league for that as well. I ended up in second place. I've competed four seasons in total between the three sports, and have either gotten first or second place each time. Currently, my boyfriend and I are playing in a fantasy football and basketball league. I'm in second and one, and tied for first and the other right now. Almost two weeks ago, I started playing DFS, Daily Fantasy Sports Betting, and I've been successful. Now, Reddit, here is my problem. My boyfriend came home from work the other day, and I was doing some work on the computer, and had SportsCenter on quietly in the background. He sat me down and said he needed to ask me a serious question. Am I lesbian? I asked why he would think that. He said because of the fantasy sports. I was dumbfounded. It's a hobby to me. He may not be into it as much as me, but he has his own hobbies like working on cars and collecting action figures. I don't get the difference. His favorite sport is football. Before I started playing fantasy football, he would watch it with me. That doesn't happen anymore. He will no longer talk about sports with me, like at all. He just rolls his eyes, says he doesn't want to hear it, and changes the subject. I enjoy seeing his face light up when he talks about his hobbies. I engage and ask questions. It's cute to see him go dorky. Before you ask, we have a good sex life. When I first got into playing fantasy sports two-ish years ago, I was also going through the process of being diagnosed with endometriosis. So I will admit there was about eight months of little intimacy, but it was because I was in pain and I felt like I was clear with him. That was why. I had surgery and have been pretty much pain-free since. This happened a few days ago and things just seem off. He keeps making jokes about it and I don't find them funny. I think maybe his friends have been making fun of him because I've been doing significantly better than him. Maybe I am thinking too much into it. If not, how do I go about discussing this with him further? Oh, So what we've got here is a classic case of insecurity in a man. When a man who's not completely secure with himself gets outmanned by a woman, that's a really hard thing for him to handle. And I'm sure his friends are giving him a hard time, as they should be, as any group of dudes would do to that dude. But if he was completely comfortable with himself and confident, he would just laugh it off and be like, yeah, she's way better than I am. You know what? You guys should start teaming up or asking how you're doing so well and learning from it if he wants to do better, because clearly you have a formula 
formula for success here. But that's not what he's interested in. He had his own thing. And you're doing that thing better than he is. Come to find out, it's your thing too. And he can't handle that. It is important in relationships to have things that are yours. But if that was a boundary that he had that should have been communicated in the very beginning of this. And him saying, you know what, if you don't mind, I really I really just want to keep my friend fantasy sports thing just me. I want that thing to be mine. If he had communicated that in the beginning, that would be a different story. But he didn't. He seemed to be open to it at the time. It's not until you started doing better than him at everything that he really took offense to it. How the hell he translated this into you being gay is way beyond me. Cool, bro. Way to be a man. Call somebody gay when they outperform you. Let's look at this. Famous women sports anchors. Aaron Andrews, Thea Andrews, Heidi Andral, Debbie Antonelli, freaking Kay Adams. These are all women that could whoop your ass in fantasy sports because it interests them. They care about it enough to do research and listen and communicate about it and pay attention. That's it. It doesn't have to be, oh yeah, Hannah Storm. She's on there too. Gotta use that name. This is not a gender specific thing. It's not just dudes who love sports. Obviously, this guy is so insecure because you're doing better than him in something that's his. And that's a red flag. Cue him up. This is a signal to something that could be a bigger deal throughout your lives. If he is that insecure about this, what else is he going to be this insecure about? You need to start identifying those things now and think about how big of a problem will these be down the road. I don't know how to communicate this with him because I don't know that you can have an actual adult conversation with him at this moment. Right now, he's only able to communicate at the uh, 12-year-old boy level. He called you gay for doing better than him in fantasy sports. You're not going to be able to have an adult conversation with this guy. And maybe that's the biggest red flag of all. But start looking at other things that he is insecure in or could be insecure in and think about what that's going to be forever. Better yet, talk to the friends. If somebody in his friend group said that and then he came and communicated it to you like it was his original thought, number one, it was a dumbass move. Bro's a bozo. But number two, then you have a problem with the friend group as well, which is only an issue because one path that I see here that would be really funny is that you go to the friend group and say, hey, um, I'm not going to be with this guy anymore, but I'd still like to play in this fantasy group. So if you guys end up breaking up and you keep whooping his ass for years and years and years at fantasy sports, I'm liking where that's going. Whooping his ass either way would force force him to eventually come to terms with this insecurity in one way or another. Whether you guys are together or not, I think you keep going with this and you keep whooping his ass with it and you do not back down because this is a lesson this boy needs to learn. If he can learn it and grow from it, he can transform into a much better person, which he's going to need in life. If he can't, he's going to let this insecurity destroy any relationship he ever has. Or he's just got to go find him a girly girl that doesn't like sports and hope that she's not better than him at anything that he cares about. There's a recipe for success. Good luck with this guy. Mm, You need to do a serious look at everything that he's insecure about or could be insecure about and determine if this is something you want to put up with for the rest of your life. This is something that you really care about. So f*** him. Am I the asshole telling my aunt that she's grown and can stand on her own two feet when she came to me for help for her struggling family? This posted by Red Velvet Rebellion, 26 female, my mom passed away when I was 18. She was a single mom, and my only other family was my Aunt Marissa. Marissa refused to take me in or even help me at all because, you're grown, you can stand on your own two feet. 
Marissa's boyfriend was nice and would help, but Marissa eventually banned him from even giving me dinner leftovers because I needed to grow up instead of expecting handouts. Luckily, my employer at the time helped me get some affordable housing. I struggled for a long time, but I luckily don't have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. Marissa's family is currently struggling, and she reached out to me through a mutual acquaintance. Marissa's boyfriend recently lost his job for a reason I'm not entirely sure about. Marissa stayed home and only did occasional work like baking for friends' parties, so they're seriously struggling right now. Marissa asked for just a bit of money or some unused food from my pantry to help keep them afloat. I called Marissa back and told her, hey, why are you asking for handouts? You're grown. You can stand on your own two feet. Marissa was angry, but I was just as pissed back because she's the one who left me to fend for myself when I was a vulnerable 18-year-old who was barely out of high school and just lost my mom. And now she wants help? I texted some information for a local food bank and some other resources to Marissa's boyfriend just for him and my cousins, but I didn't even respond back to Marissa after the first phone call. Most people agreed with how I reacted to Marissa, but multiple are telling me I was wrong and I'm punishing the wrong people, because I know from experience that getting access to those resources can be a lot harder and take a long time, and Marissa's boyfriend and my cousin may need help immediately. These people also told me that by being the bigger person and helping Marissa in her time of need, I can show Marissa how wrong she was and what a huge mistake she made. I don't see it that way at all. I feel bad for Marissa's boyfriend and my cousins, but if I helped them, it would be rewarding Marissa for refusing to help me during my own hard times. Am I the asshole? OP had every right to react the way that she reacted. That's for sure. The only part about this that bothers me is that kids are affected. That's it. It's not OP's responsibility to bail them out at all. It is not her responsibility. It sucks that kids are affected. And it sucks that she has the ability to help, I think. We don't really know how comfortable she is at this point. Like, how much would helping harm her at this point? And yeah, she could have taught her a valuable lesson by helping and still communicating that I'm going to do what I wish you had done for me back then. That would have been a powerful lesson too, but she didn't have to do that. And certainly Certainly not if it makes her uncomfortable. She had every right to do what she did. It's a shitty situation, and I wish she didn't have to do it. I think we also have to look at, is there harm in helping? Does Marissa not learn the lesson that she needs to learn, which is pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and and making it happen for yourself, if she gets help, is she just going to continue the cycle of what she's stuck in right now? And we don't know why the boyfriend lost his job, so he and the kids get punished here too, and that's the shit part. They get punished for something that Marissa did on her own accord, and I wish there was a way for OP to be able to help comfortably the boyfriend and the cousins, because the boyfriend did help out until he was not allowed to anymore, so if anything, he may be sitting there thinking, well, damn, you know, I helped her a few times whenever she needed it and now we really need it and we're getting screwed because my girlfriend or maybe wife at this point acted like a giant b to her so that sucks i don't think she's an asshole for this at least not a big one. let's refer to our ask on scale i'm gonna say ask on four here I don't think that she's really an asshole and she was warranted for it, but it could have been approached differently. Maybe she's an asshole, maybe she's not. She had every right to do what she did, but the fact that kids are affected and there were other options possible that still taught her a lesson, I think, get us into ask on four territory here, which is not very much an asshole at all. I am interested, though, to know what you guys think about if someone receives help, how harmful can that be? Is it impossible for someone to learn a lesson while receiving help? Marissa needs to learn the hard way, that's for sure. Do the kids and the boyfriend too. What do you think? Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content. And if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, 
You can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the Askonauts today. Thanks again.